Heritage Church podcast today. Uh, I am joined by Jason Williams. Hello. Hey, uh, my name is Jason as well. Jason Fisher. Two Jasons Two, in a pod. Yes. <laughs> so in a podcast, actually. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Uh, and we are on the subject of doubt this week as we are going through our series as a church in the Valley of the Shadow, where we're taking Psalm 23 and just addressing different um, different valleys that we typically walk through in life from time to time. And one of those is doubt. Um, before we get into the serious stuff with doubt, Jay, I was looking at my piece of paper here. And like when you spell out doubt, can we talk about the silent B for a second? What, <laughs> Absolutely. What, please, what is your take on the silent B? What is that all about in doubt? I don't know. What it's else? insidious. It's it, there creeping. It's creeping. <laughs> Yeah, it's there to do something. Certainly doesn't instill confidence, it's does it? Something there is. It's doing something nefarious. Yeah. What other words have uh, subtle? Subtle. Yeah. What other has a silent B? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah. At some point, that's going to get dropped. I almost, like almost I, said pterodactyl, and that's not <laughs> at all accurate. <laughs> it's not. No. Uh, but it's yeah, the, the the silent B. It gets me. I don't know why. It's a, it's a weird thing in the English language. Uh-huh. I don't know how long we're going to keep that thing around. Yeah, let's just drop it. It's lurking. <laughs> okay, so doubt. Um, specifically, when we talk about doubt uh, in the in the context that we're talking about, it is uh, it's this thing that creeps in right over the course of our faith journey, where reality sort of meets maybe this idealistic view that we've had about what it would be like to follow Jesus or, mm. you know, you know what this Christian life would be like. And, and uh, it's, they don't line up. Mm. Um, how would you define doubt, Jay? Hmm. I'm putting you on the spot here. This is, yeah. this is unrehearsed, everybody. So it's, Yeah, we didn't run through this yeah. in our lines. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think it's different in different contexts. Okay. You know, like sometimes I consider doubt like doubt might be um, as small as something simple like you know you might I'm just pulling uh, you know pulling from the hip here. Yeah. Doubting that you might have a, a a good day today. Okay. You know, like almost like a pessimistic kind of view. You know. Like, okay. Yeah. All the way to like. I sort of doubt like who I am, yeah. like my identity. Yeah. So I think there's, there's, there's some, it's, it's, I think it's like a lack of, the first thing that comes to mind is like a lack of trust. Yeah. Like a lack of trust. Yeah. Yeah. As you're, as you're talking there, I, it, it occurs to me that, um, I think we all, at least I, I think we all have just this craving for certainty. Mm-hmm. Like we just want to know mm-hmm. that things are a certain way. Yeah. And uh, some of us more than others too, like, yeah, yeah. I definitely feel that. I definitely mm-hmm. feel like I. I just would love to have just know that everything is certain. Yeah. Uh, and yet, that's where faith comes in, where you know the Bible. the The Bible gives us this definition definition of faith, 
um, that it's this assurance of things hoped for and just looking ahead towards things that, that we don't see yet. Yeah. And so there is an aspect of really all of life that requires faith. And, and we don't even have to necessarily even be talking about the Christian faith per se. We call it faith because there is something about it that, um, we just, we can't see and we can't touch. There's, there are certainties we believe to be true, but sometimes our reality doesn't always line up with that yeah as far as like the way our day is going you know yeah or, yeah, yeah. or things being perfect just how we want them mm-hmm. um but there's also i mean we exercise faith in all sorts of things totally yeah and one of the things that we talked about was the relationship between faith and doubt how would you like how have you thought about that much i mean i think you have to have i think you have to have they there there's a tension there there's a you have to have both well you don't have to have doubt but they work and they work simultaneously sometimes like you know like i might for instance like a, a good example of what i'm saying is that comes to mind is i might have a doubt that you know in a relationship like that person actually like um views our friendship or something the same way I do. Yeah. Or maybe cares about me in the same way that I care about them. Yeah. And at some point you either have to have evidence to prove that they do. Yeah. Or you have to have faith that how they've acted in the past or what they're telling you is accurate and true. Yeah. And so it's kind of like, I mean, in a, in a, bigger relationship sense like with marriage it's like Jess might not tell me that she loves me every day but I have faith that she does you know in the way that she treats me and acts and history and I have faith in what she says and the covenant that she's committed to and yeah all those things so yeah yeah I I think that's a great example like just seeing it in terms of a human relationship I think that's a really good example because yeah, let's say let's say you're you you have a friendship and there's some doubt that comes in your mind that they they you know it's that it's not you know it's that uh, that awkward thing of like oh so, you know so and so is my best friend and then they wouldn't you know and then sit. you find out that they think somebody else is about their best <laughs> yeah, friend exactly yeah no but like yeah so so there's this there's these doubts maybe that creep in uh, you've either gotta like go no that's those aren't those aren't real i like that's not a reality um those are those are false things that are coming into my mind about this yeah. person or my relationship with them or you got to get to the bottom of it yeah right mm-hmm. so there is some sort of action i think maybe even required mm-hmm. when we are facing doubt wouldn't you say yeah no absolutely especially with relationships i mean like you're gonna have you're gonna if you're believing something is in a deeper sense and on a deeper level than what's coming across or what you're sensing from the other person. Like, if you care about the relationship, you're going to want to, you know, have a sit down with them yeah, and, yeah. hey, have a DTR. Have a DTR. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's going on here? Yeah. Yeah. And then so, you'll discover that your doubts were actually rooted in some truth. Yeah. Or, completely unfounded. That person was just having a bad day or, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. But then you can move on. Right. Maybe it's painful and you're like, okay, well, our friendship isn't what I thought it was. And yeah. you got to sort that out. Or you're like, ah, oh, I was, it was just all in my head. Mm-hmm. We're, we're cool. We're fine. 
one of the things that I was trying to really get at um, when I preached on this was that is that doubt is like a, it's a transitional phase. It's it's not we can't live in doubt mm-hmm. for very long. Yeah, right. It's it's meant to carry us somewhere. Yeah. Uh, a real fancy term would be like a liminal space. Yeah. Where it's just this in yeah. between. Yeah, because I feel like it'd drive you nuts otherwise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I I think though we live in a culture that um, tries to glorify that, like like it's okay, you know it's just you just kind of constantly live with mm. all these unanswered unanswered things, and certainly there's there will be unanswered questions in life. How do you see it glorifying it? Like you should just always be questioning things. Yeah, always be questioning. Um, and again, like there's nothing wrong with with asking good critical questions, but um, it would certainly be arrogant to say I have all the answers. Yeah. But we live in a culture right now that would say no. I actually believe that that Jesus is the truth. That He is the Son of God, and that there is no other. Like I can come across as arrogant by saying that. Yeah, or exclusive. Or exclusive. Yeah. You know, and it would be much cooler for me to say, oh, I don't know, maybe he is. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he's not, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's something else out there. I'm kinda open to all these options. Right. I don't think we're I think we, I don't think we can survive in that space. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Yeah. I I was joking earlier with the B yeah. about the B being nefarious, but I really in do d- conf- in doubt. Yeah, in yeah, doubt. Yeah. But I really do consider doubt to sort of be this nefarious, like, sort of emotion or, like, feeling yeah. or whatever that you have to navigate through. And I think about, it immediately makes me think about how Satan, how the enemy used doubt in the mind of Eve and Adam in the very first you know, instance yeah. of it that we see in scripture in the garden where he planted the seed of doubt in her mind that is who God really, who he says he is. Yeah. And it, yeah. So there's something, there's something there that, uh, it just, that's the word that comes to mind is nefarious. Like, yeah, because it can, like you said, it can put us in this liminal space or this, this transitional space and we have a path to choose, right? So, like, there's a path towards truth. Yeah. There's also a path towards, um, I don't know what the word would be. I mean, just non-truth and, and um, yeah, going on a path that would be not great. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. And we see that, and we see that in our lives, but we see that all over Scripture as well. I think you're absolutely right. I, you know, obviously, when you look at Genesis three, the deceiver cast doubt in the minds of Adam and Eve. But then you also, you know, like I talked about John the Baptist. Mm-hmm. You know, John's like this stalwart of the faith. I mean, he's a prophet and says some amazing things about Jesus, baptizes Jesus, and yet it seems like he's wrestling with doubt. Uh, how do how do faith, how would you see faith and doubt interacting with one another? Well, I mean, in the past when I've had times where doubt has crept up and I've asked questions in my mind and like wrestled in my spirit and even wrestled with 
other people, yeah. you know, and let it kind of come out. It's always like, at some point you have to step on the foundation of faith. Like, yeah, especially in your walk with Christ, yeah. like you have to, there's not really any way that you can, I mean, you can use the tools that God's given us. Like you can use his word. You can rely on the Holy Spirit to lead you and guide you in that. And you can use the people that have come before us, you know, and maybe there's some mentors and people that can pour into your life and speak in your life. But um, at some point you have to like step on the, the foundation of faith and, and move towards that in faith. You know, it's almost like, what's that term we always used to say? Like step out in faith. Like it's like you picture yourself like up. I always pictured myself like up in a tree, uh-huh. and like stepping out like on a limb and it's sort of like, yeah. Feels very unsure. Yeah. So there's like this like caution, but yeah. like, but you also trust that, that God is going to lead you in the correct way in that. And so I don't know. Um, I feel, I just feel like you have to, you have to rely on faith a little bit and then begin to like dig and wrestle and pray. And every time that I've always sort of wrestled with doubt, like, Am I who, am I really like, has God made me in the way that I I need to be? And like, am I who am I supposed to be? You know, am I who I'm supposed to be? Is, is God really there? Like, it's always coming back to like faith for me and him reassuring me in some way. Yeah. And there's been myriad ways of how he's done that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I do think in that you know on one hand <clears throat> earlier we're talking about culture or maybe maybe that place of doubt is sort of glorified on the other hand i've also seen it like in r- conservative church spaces for instance like doubt is totally vilified and yeah like, and, I th- and i think you're right like doubt wouldn't exist without sin like yeah and and the way that sin entered the world is because the enemy cast doubt right yeah in hearts, but the the horrible irony then is that d- doubt then has become rather than rather than wisdom and the knowledge of good and evil, doubt root like mm-hmm. has become the norm. Yeah, and faith is required. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, again, like in, in like some conservative Christian circles, like doubt is just like it's like shameful. Shame. Yeah, you yeah. don't doubt, and yeah. if you are doubting, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, right. Um, whereas I think. That was that. That was my point in using John the Baptist as an example. Is like, actually, doubt. While we're not meant to live there, it can uh, accelerate us into deeper faith. Yeah, uh, and that's the hope through doubt is right. that we wrestle with these things. And a lot of times, doubts come up uh, when when I, as I'm growing in my faith, because I'm thinking about things I never thought about before. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've had that experience. Yeah, I definitely think I have. Um, you know, and it's interesting you said like uh, um, what you just said about doubt being sort of vilified or made yeah. to seem shameful, you yeah. know, in certain segments of the church. It's just, it's interesting because we see it so much in scripture, like God's people doubting or like certain pe- certain people doubting like John the Baptist yeah. or like I think of Peter too and yeah. you know with the story of the rooster crowing three times and like 
he obviously doubted. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't necessarily say that he doubted, but he obviously doubted it enough to where he, yeah, you know, he uh, disavowed himself with yeah. Christ. Yeah. You know? So yeah, another instance is when he stepped out onto the water. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, and, quickly, and Jesus is walking on the water, <laughs> yeah. and he's still doubted, you know. And so it's yeah. interesting that that that's a that's it, not more widely embraced. The like, though, this is just part yeah. of our faith journey. I think there's some insight there because it says in that passage that he he sees the wind and the waves and he starts to sink. Mm-hmm. And again, there, I think all of a sudden he's like, "Wait a minute, like." This isn't matching up with what I be- like know reality to be. Yeah. Like you can't walk on water. Right. Uh, the waves and the wind is really scary. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it's this crisis. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that uh, a lot of times crisis will bring that up, especially painful ones. Mm-hmm. You know, in the life of a believer, where yeah, for sure, suddenly something happens and it does not line up. Right with how we thought things would go. Yeah. Loss, death. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Broken relationships for sure. Yeah. So what would you have to say is let's, let's get into the, let's get into that. Um, someone has experienced loss of some sort, whether it's health or a job or death or friendship or something. And there's doubt that comes in and maybe it's doubt in the form of where is God in this? Like God, you know what, um, or, or maybe there's a sense of doubt of like, am I being punished for something? And I got to figure out what that is. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and in that, in that, I think there's a, just an inherent doubt of, um, that, 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 that I'm, that I'm in, I don't know, God's good plan or yeah. his provision or so, somehow I've gotten out yeah. of it and either God did it or I did it. You know, right. that's one, one, um, sort of path or whatever. Yeah. Path yeah. of doubt. How, what would you say to that? Like, I don't know. Someone who's struggling with that. I mean, it's tough because it's so like situational and I feel like each situation needs something different, you know? And I'm on like, I'm instantly, you know, brings to mind even some families and people within our church right now that are experiencing really like difficult seasons yeah. of loss and, yeah. and things. And I think it's just, it, it really is, uh, it, it go, it's a testament to show like how important it is to be in community and how important it is to, uh, be a part of a, a body that, and, and some believers that are around you, um, that can like help shoulder some of the burden to help remind um, that God's good and help to help just love and just sit with and be with. And, um, cause in that, I think in those things, like God uses like his spirit to work, you know? Yeah. And so, you know, going back to what I was saying earlier, it's like when you're doubting, there's like, there's things that God has given us to help, you know, and whether that's his word to remind us and, refresh our souls and, um, to see these people that have doubted in the past and, you know, and God has, has used and, or whether it's people like in our lives right now, like in our community that can come and, and pray for us. Yeah. The spirit can work through to help just provide and begin to provide healing. Um, yeah. So those are just some of the things that I think about when, 
um, you know, you experience, yeah. you know, difficult loss and, and yeah. trauma in that way. But yeah. yeah, that's hard. I do think, I think you're right. I think one of the <clears throat> keys to kind of moving through doubt is one, um, remi- being reminded of God's character yeah, and his, his identity. Yeah. Uh, and then who I am, like who, what my identity is. Mm-hmm. And we get that through scripture, mm-hmm. uh, certainly in the context of, of God's community. You know, we lean yeah. on one another when, when my faith is sort of unbalanced mm-hmm. through doubt, I can lean on you. Yeah, um, no, absolutely. And, 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 you know, it's uh, striking that the, the first sentence of doubt uttered in scripture is a, an attack on God's character. Mm-hmm. You know, did God really yeah. do this? Yeah. And I think fundamentally that's where, that's where, that's what at the, at the core of doubt is that. Yeah. God's character is called in question and then my identity in Christ gets yeah. called into question. Totally. You probably all, all doubt, you know, especially for the believer can be probably funneled and rooted back to, yeah. is God really who he says he is? Yeah. 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 And I, I can live with a lot of unanswered questions if I know the right answers to those. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Um, can you think of times in your life where you've experienced doubt and what that was? Yeah. I remember being in a pretty like, I don't know, that the best way to explain it is like dark space, like, um, when my mom and my stepdad got divorced when I was mm. a senior in high school. Wow. And I remember them splitting up and, uh, yeah. I literally remember walking from my house and I lived in Payson at the time. I remember, I remember walking in the middle of the night, you know, like five miles up this place called Airport Road just to like be alone. and. I just remember thinking like, I don't know. It was one of those things where it was like this crossroads, like what, like, what is going on? Lord, like, is this what my life is supposed to be like? My mom was talking about uprooting me and taking me to Minnesota to finish out my senior year, like with totally different surroundings, no friends, no nothing. Um, Luckily I ended up staying with my grandparents who uh, I live with for, three years and that next year started helping out with youth ministry and fell into becoming a worship leader. Yeah. And so there was like a whole, like there was a reason why I was in that place, but I just remember it. I distinctly remember that night walking and like tears in my eyes and just, I don't know. I just felt like super lost and Mm. I felt like soup, just totally doubtful. Like that I had made right choices that I was going to actually like have a life that was <laughs> enjoyable. I mean, it, it all sound now, it sounds yeah. kind of like a little dramatic, but in the moment, it, oh, felt, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it felt really real. So, and just questioning God, like being angry, you know, mm-hmm. being mad about the situation and being mad at him about why this was happening. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember getting any answers or like, like, well, yeah, the answers later, you know, like within that year. But, um, I just, I honestly really had some friends that were 
that were just really plugged into church um, come around me and really mm-hmm. like help me and um, you know just began to foster really good relationships with them and just took me under their wing yeah. sort of at the time and and helped me to get plugged into ministry and get plugged into and it was just a really fruitful it, it ended up being like a very fruitful year but in the moment it was it was pretty rough yeah 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 thanks for sharing that yeah yeah I think they're trying to th- gosh I've 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 experienced doubt in various stages of my life whether that was yeah to do with kind of life changes and what what was going to happen in the future mm-hmm. um, but even like you know I think that there's been times in my life where I've I've wrestled with the, like am I am I even saved Mm, yeah. You ever have you ever wrestled with that question? Yeah, I don't know. If, I don't ever wrestled with it, but I definitely have like thought about it. Like, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't last very long. Yeah, but I have had that question pop up. Like, do how do I know? Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. Other than I feel like I feel the spirit work in me. Yeah, you know, and um, I see fruit in my life. Yeah, but yeah, I've had that question pop up. I do have to rely on other people though, and that's yeah. where. Gosh, it just keeps coming back to that, doesn't it? <clears throat> in many ways, where it's we com- need you guys, we need community, we need people around us to uh, who love us enough to speak truth, yeah, and to be there with us and love us enough to just maybe not say anything. You mm. know, you just gotta know when to, yeah, gotta know when to hold them and know when to fold them. Yeah, Amen, Kenny Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, uh, so I, I've experienced I've experienced doubt even in that area, and yeah, you just you've got to go back to what you know the word says, mm-hmm. and because I don't have I don't have like a I don't have a I don't have a time where I like where I I experienced like a radical conversion or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I grew up in a home where Jesus was modeled and. Mm-hmm taught and you know i and, and so i'm 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 so thankful though for people in my life who have experienced like the no i was a different person yeah when i put my faith in jesus yeah. and um because in some ways i lean on that faith yeah that people have uh it makes me think of ephesians when paul talks about one faith and you know he's talking about the body of Christ, how we all have, we all share in unity with the Father and the Spirit and the faith. And uh, the way that it's phrased, the the way it's worded there, it's not that like you and I having to believe the same thing. So when he says one faith, it's not like one. We say the same things say, about yeah. God and the Bible. Yeah, it's it's actually the substance of our faith is the same. Hmm. To where. Uh, yeah, like I can, in in a very sort of mysterious spiritual way, I can draw on your faith. Yeah. In times when I'm lacking faith. Totally. Yeah. I mean, I think of, um, you know, like throughout Scripture, especially in the Old Testament, they talk about these places, these altars, these Ebenezer's that they like. Yeah. They build. Yeah. You know, or they they set up in these places where God did something really amazing. Yeah. It's like so. It's like so part of our humanity that we need to have those things yes. like that. Yeah. 
where we can look back and remember, like I can remember that story that I shared yeah. and see how God led me through that. And then, then it allowed me to like go into this incredible pasture season yeah. where it's just like so awesome getting to like step into leading worship and feeling like, oh, this is like a call in my life, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, we always forget. Yeah. And so... Know, when we so become forgetful. when we become doubtful, it's it's just helpful to look back yeah. at some of those memories or those like so called altars yeah. that we can Gosh. those monuments yeah. that we can look back to you know because that's like it really is a story of God's people like just forgetting and forgetting and remembering and forgetting and remembering and forgetting right and so I think it's really helpful to be able to look back and when God was really uh, when you just were aware yeah. of what he was how he was working and what he was doing and just yeah. remember that remember those moments that's really good jason yeah remembrance because we are so forgetful yeah and there are times where we just need to remember yeah. i think that's why things like journaling is so important yeah because yeah. you forget yeah and it, i wonder what going back to where we talked about before i wonder what it'd be interesting to like look back look back <laughs> or know what Adam and Eve were thinking about when that question was posed to them, did yeah. God really say that? Yeah. And did they, re like, because God was present with them at all times, right? And it's like, they had so much provision in the garden, hmm. like God providing for yeah. them in different yeah. ways. And so, yeah. Anyway, yeah. I don't know. It just makes me think of. Yeah, you lose sight <laughs> of Yeah. Rabbit holes like that. Well, this is great, man. Um, if you're listening and maybe you're doubting and just experiencing, um, just you have questions, um, I encourage you to reach out. If you want to talk to somebody, you can get us through heritagechurchaz.com um, or talk to somebody that you trust. Um, lean on someone else's faith for a season, for a, a short time where um, yours, yours feels kind of um, kind of anemic or a little bit weak. That's all right. It's all right to admit that and, and go, hey, I, I need somebody. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then I love, I love what Jason was just talking about with remembrance. Um, you may just need to sit down and write some things down and just recall the different ways that you've seen God, um, going back to scripture, even, um, look through the Psalms and be reminded of who God is and who you are in Christ. Uh, Ephesians chapter one is a great place to, to be reminded of our identity in Christ, um, the love that, that, that Jesus has for us is demonstrated in Ephesians three. So, um, yeah, just encourage you to do that and, and reach out if you want to talk to somebody, but, um, thanks for, uh, listening and, uh, uh hope to connect soon. I don't know. See you at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Don't let that silent bee get you. <laughs> it's lurking. <laughs> All right. Goodbye everybody. Later. Later.